0: Oh, we haven't done this in two weeks and i'm like forgetting how to start oh my god Sharon. hi everybody
1: welcome back to the podcast this is my friend Sharon over here his pronouns are he him <laughs> and that's my friend
0: Heather. <laughs> her pronouns are she her oh that was way too loud wow uh we are your host of typically divergent podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> welcome back to the show, everybody.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back, <laughs> Heather. I've missed you so fucking much. I've
1: missed you too.
0: Did you have a nice week off?
1: Yes, I did. It was a good birthday celebration. Yes. Last weekend.
0: Yeah. Yes. You, you are now what? Thirty.
1: <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. The, the The fourth anniversary of the fourth, that. Fourth yeah. anniversary no, I t- of my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> 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 no, I turned thirty four. um I shouldn't say that like it's a terrible thing. There's so much about us like acting like our lives are over after we turn thirty, you know? But like I I swear the recovery from like back pain and neck pain is so much worse.
0: I think society does that to us.
1: It really does. I think we I we put it on ourselves though, because I think it's a lot of people around our age that were like, Oh my god, no, we're thirty. We don't want to be old people. We're not ready for this. Like, I mean, I'm not ready for it, but is thirty really actually that old act?
0: I think it's a wonderful maturing age. Yes. Like when I was at the salon today, one of my newer clients was like, How I, forgot. I forget, how old are you? And I was like, thirty one and and of course because everybody's older than me. Oh so young. Mm-hmm.
1: And you're like, Oh, do I feel it?
0: Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> like I I, I agree, yeah, yeah. But I also don't feel young. Not that I feel old, mm-hmm. but I feel I just I I feel mature and I think that when people have I think it's my own problem when people are like, oh, you're so young that I'm, like, assuming that you think I'm immature. Mm-hmm. But really, like, just chronologically, I'm not old. So, like, yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. But, it, like, I don't want to be where you're at right now. Yeah. Not you personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to be my 60s. I mean, I'm yeah. enjoying my 30s. Yeah. I, I think it's
1: – I think a lot of people do say that, like, your 30s is a time where you – start to learn how to care less about what other people say. And I do feel that that has happened with time. I I mean, it's partially shaped by your experiences. Right. And you start to experience some pretty, a lot of people, some pretty shitty shit, right. And like you're anywhere in your twenties that then shapes you into your thirties. And then you're like, and maybe now hopefully I can work on my finances a little bit and I can, you know, get more financially sound and work on work on me and I've had, I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but just both of us have had a lot of like finding ourselves kind of journeys. In some ways, I'm really happy to be where I'm at at 34, I guess I would say.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like my life experiences would make me seem older. Yeah. My second thought when that guy said, oh, you're so young. I wanted to be like, you don't know what I've been through.
1: Yeah. In the last yeah.
0: 31 years of my life. But then again, I don't know what you've been through.
1: True, true. In
0: 60 years of living. So, like, we're not going to compare. That's not what life is about. Yeah. Is yeah. Try, trying to stop
1: comparing those things. Right? right. And, like, again, if we can, like, stop comparing those things, like everyone's life experiences and also focusing on yourself and trying to care a little bit less about what other people think about you. Part of that journey is caring less about what other people's journeys are right. too and just work, not not in a selfish way but just in a, a self-preservation and self like working on yourself first before you would you know perhaps judge others right so like right. if if we can get better at that then we often then worry less about what other, other people think of us and yeah. so it's a back and forth
0: well speaking of caring less about what other people think of me um I gaslit my dog the other day you
1: gaslit your dog. <laughs> I gaslit. Okay, Dozer. now I need to know about this story. What in the uh, world happened? <laughs> so
0: we're we're sitting on the couch, and there's all of this room on my end, and then there's like no room on Nicholas's end. Okay, but Dozer is like, I only want Daddy's attention when I try to give it to somebody else. So he walks over to Nicholas's side and. Nicholas is like Dozer, go sit with your dad. Like, Mm -hmm. there's room over there, and I'm like, I'm I'm like the the gif of um, the sea lion that's like smacking his stomach really fast. (laughs) I'm like, come here, come here, come here, come here. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: I'm not. We're not gonna play this game Mm because Dozer loves to play fucking games. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I wonder if he would be more interested in being on my side of the couch if I pretended like I was sad. So I whined. Oh my goodness! Immediately he came running and like plopped all of his weight on my lap, and because he was like, "Oh, daddy's sad." Oh no, daddy's not sad. Daddy just fucking manipulated, manipulated you.
1: Manipulated the shit out of you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Hi my guys, my name is Jerry. Jared. Jared, <laughs> Pronouncer he him. And I, I... manipulate my dog <laughs> 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 into loving and cuddling with me. So for my birthday though, I just wanted to say that like one of the last episodes I was talking about wanting to work on art a little bit more. I have been doing that. Uh-huh. I've been doing watercolors more, which is something that I used to be into a long time ago. It's been awesome and it's fun. And I'm like posting them on Facebook, doing some of them with Spencer because he does art that's his thing (laughs) he is an artist so he's he's very good at it and it's fun to like do it together so for my birthday though he took me to a pottery place Mm -hmm. to paint pottery and it was such a fun like art project thing we picked out ramen bowls
0: to paint no that's so So cute. so perfect that's so cute we we
1: make ramen all the time at home so of course I painted mine in ombre pink and he did his in blue
0: I can't wait to see it. Did, um, really do you have right. chopsticks to match?
1: It, it came with chopsticks. A fuck
0: yes. <laughs> yes. Honey, toe yes. tap on that one. Toe
1: tap on Typic- the painted pottery. T-
0: typical toe tapping toes.
1: Yes. Wow, we're really into that alliteration and the, the painting of pottery. Yes. Yes, so that was really fun. Um, um,
0: <laughs> uh, Heather, how is your mental health? Let's let's stay on brand for at least one portion of it. <laughs> how is your mental health?
1: Um. Oh, don't... Dozer, Dozer wants to talk about his mental health today. Um, Dozer
0: said, I, my, my daddy's manipulating me these days.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But he's
0: being so hey, cute. Hey, buddy. My
1: mental health is pretty good, I would say. I wouldn't even give it a number. I just feel like I'm pretty pretty good in general. What about you?
0: So the weather has been really shitty. Well, the, the lack of uh, sun mm-hmm. has been really depressing.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. So I've been painting my nails.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so I noticed it earlier and somehow I was just like I really liked it and it just felt so like I don't know. I just didn't even think anything of it. Uh, it uh, seems, of it of seems it seems so
0: natural I, to see it on me that it wasn't even like a, a surprise, I think so. Right?
1: Yeah, like I, I cuz I would have otherwise said something cuz that is new for you. Mhm. I mm-hmm. like it. I like
0: it. Yes. Are Do you I'm...
1: enjoying doing so doing that?
0: Yeah. Can you go lay down? But yeah, I walk I was uh feeling a little depressed i need some nail polish i'm gonna paint my nails and i got like this royal blue and black and then um there were that for a couple days and then i was like yeah fuck i'm not feeling so sad anymore so i went and got these Mm. neon colors
1: i love it Mm. i love it the blue and the green right Mm -mm, especially mm -mm.
0: with a matte black with a matte Mm. top coat Mm. i know so
1: it makes me want some claws
0: Oh, I mm. I know. Well, some
1: fucking the coffin nails with the matte black. Ugh.
0: I know. Yes. I want I want almond shaped nails so bad. <laughs> um. So like today, it's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Try not to let things get me down. Um. Been spending more time doing some art. Um,
1: Yay! Yay for both of us doing I know. that. I honestly, art is therapy. Have you felt like I, uplifted by doing some of the things?
0: I, I I have been, and I think it's mainly because. So like when I told my therapist about doing it and she told me about how she has an hour to two hours to herself where she does something like that mm-hmm. and she's like you will cherish that time that you have and yeah. so I've been like noticing myself like really looking forward to getting up early
1: me, yeah me too but with it not getting up early but for for that same similar time period yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's nice yeah and you have something to show for it and like I don't, okay you tell me if this matches how you've been feeling about you know just your art stuff that you're working on too but I also feel that for me with my ADHD it's proving that I'm able to execute something and do something not just think about it or plan it or say I'm going to do this and then six months later it just never came about and then in addition to that it's like you're letting go of like the adult um, perfectionist OCD tendencies when you get involved in art because in a lot of artwork is mistakes Mm -hmm. happen and like it's welcome Mm -hmm. if anything and so like allowing those things to happen can be very helpful and I've I've found that helpful to allow myself to let go
0: yeah so much
1: of my work is opposite of that
0: she told me that she was like it doesn't have to be perfect and they're going to make mistakes and you need to be okay with that and she was like you know I purposely make mistakes in my art well I made a mistake on that diamond dot over there okay and I felt myself being like oh gotta be perfect perfect and and then I remember her in the back of my head being like doesn't have to be perfect and I was like "Mm, yep you're right so there is an imperfection over there like my nails are imperfect my my video that I posted oh hey folks oh
1: my gosh yes oh we didn't (laughs) get to that I totally forgot God, yes, I'm so excited. Okay, you, let's get into that in a second. But finish your finish your art thought. Some mistakes.
0: Just, it, mistakes. It's fine. They're fine. Nothing's perfect. They don't have to be. You guys, yes. we we're on TikTok.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm so proud of Jaren. Uh, I know I have a little bit more. Um, um, I I have a lot of nerves of. Uh, I'm I'm just not ready for like the the visual social media as much yet personally, but I. I am so proud of you. I'm so excited that you did that. And your TikToks are really cute and they're really funny. Thank you. I really enjoy them. It's it's us in our podcast. Like, I know I know you, and like, it's just it's refreshing. It's fun. It gives us it brings a smile to my face.
0: Well, thank you. Hey, folks, uh, you can now follow us on TikTok at Typically Divergent Pod. Yay! And I am posting the a video. Pod. I am well, yeah, because Typically Divergent Podcast is too fucking long. <laughs> I am posting a video every day to grow our audience for the show, mm-hmm. and it has been very fun. Um, Heather found out as a surprise. I wasn't going to tell her today, but she saw the video.
1: <laughs> I saw because <it> <laughs> you know me on TikTok. Right.
0: And uh, she like sent me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, girl, I have to respond to you later. I'm having a panic attack right now. And she was like, Mm. it's okay. You can take it down if you want to. And I was like, like straight up. I had to like have a conversation with little Jaren. And I was like, why are we nervous about this right now? And he said, because we never wanted to be on this app. And the way that society makes fun of the people that are on this app and the way that you fell into that. Mm. So it was like, oh, now you're looking. I was looking at myself like I used to look at the people that were so obsessed with it.
1: Mm-hmm. So if
0: you're from TikTok, welcome to our show. This I is love us. It. Um I but it's that. been fun.
1: The the millennials who have gone on to TikTok have we've we've accepted this, but to the millennials that haven't, I'm truly so sorry that Vines are no longer I I really loved Vines. Same. They were wonderful, they were amazing. But they no longer exist, right? And so like we have to eventually move forward as we do with all mm. things that are no longer. Right. And like your closest comparison is as sad as it is to admit for some people is tiktok and it it does get fun if it starts to get too much like you gotta make sure you don't like it all right like so it doesn't show it to you all much like but then i have tons of music stuff there's fashion stuff i like oh my god the funny shit that happens on that app is
0: right well oh,
1: it makes my day
0: i had a very long conversation with my myself about downloading it and then i downloaded mm-hmm. it and then i waited like two days before i created the account okay. and then and then i told nicholas about it and the mm-hmm. way I, I poor man i was like i just want to let you know i did something today i'm not proud of but i have to tell you about it and i like got him worked up and then he was like what did you do and i was like i downloaded tiktok it's for the show and that that step where it's like okay now you have an account what are you interested in I backed out of that because something mm-hmm. came up on my phone because ADHD and then I went back into it mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, here's just some random videos. So if anything, it doesn't have any of my interests of the things that I want to see. So I'm not seeing stuff that's keeping me coming back. Good. Which is good for my, for me because I don't want to be sucked into the app. I'm trying to have it's, it's a healthy way of, for me to have a boundary with it. Yeah, it, it can I, be a beneficial thing. It doesn't have to take over my life.
1: Oh, but, absolutely. No, but, and, it, and it and it shouldn't, right? Like no. it, it can become unhealthy. I, I mean, any social media can has in the past and can be unhealthy for certain people. We have to be careful. Like right. it's for me, I definitely admit it's an easy way to dissociate. So being okay with having some dis- disassociation time is okay. That That's what I've accepted for myself, so I'm not too hard on myself. Yeah. But I also want to make sure that I limit mm-hmm. it or say like, oh, okay, it's like I'm going to stop in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I stop and I move on. Like I note the time then. So I'm the hard part is like you just want to make sure you're not losing track of time. And yeah. again, that could be with, you know, someone <clears throat> who – used to use instagram all the time whether they weren't an influencer themselves or they you know perused on instagram all the time um it's it's the same kind of thing yeah i'm proud of you and the tiktok and that snow one was so cute and i love you do a really good job at doing the oh welcome back with the head flip like (laughs) "Mm." i I,
0: i've I've been such uh, a diva since i was a kid Did you draw a card for it this week?
1: I drew the four of pentacles upright, often related to a focus on money and finances, attentiveness to financial security, or actively working on finances and investments. However, it can also be associated with spending too much time, focused on this, and stockpiling out of fear without enjoying life. So basically it's saying, don't be too strict on the budgeting. It's also a reminder to maintain a healthy balance with money and living a good and enjoyable lifestyle. It was kind of weird because I'm like, oh, I don't like pulling that because I don't tend to be a very materialistic person. I also don't like money um, in general, like in money issues. It can cause a lot of problems, right, in relationships, with friends and different things like that. So I don't, I don't like it, but I also don't like to have to worry about it. I I definitely, I think I have been worried about finances more lately, but I think a lot of people have too. So I I think it's fitting. Um, It's good reminders. Ironically, I actually have been working on finances and budgeting and stuff. So it could just be like, oh, well, here you go. But I'm just going to take it as it is. And I, I thought this was one that was still important to talk about because I think some of the other cards I've drawn in the past, I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely what I can relate that to. This time it was kind of like, wow, it's actually pointedly applicable. I don't know if I like it, but that makes it also important to talk about because I think if if our listeners are also going through journeys and learning about, you know, divination and doing tarot cards, like Mm -hmm. also not always going to tell you what you want to hear and like talk about the types of topics that are happy. Right. So
0: I think that's really interesting that you pulled that card because I feel like that one also was for me as well. I had been pushing against being on TikTok
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, with change and control. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: And um, mine for this week was all paths lead home. Essentially, it just it wanted me to remind myself that um, the best way to start daily practices is to do a little personal check in to draw wisdom from within and let that be the authority in my life. And I also need to, I've been focusing so much on doing something art artsy every day mm-hmm. doing something for the podcast every day but i've been putting my witch stuff in the back back burner I, I
1: have to, and
0: i've like every once in a while i'm like i don't really want to do art today maybe i should like go into the studio and get my crystals out and do a meditation round or mm-hmm. something and i'm like no nah, i want to do some diamond dots
1: mm-hmm. so
0: i need to be able to give everything a little bit of my attention as well so
1: mm-hmm. you make a good point of Instead of going through the motions, which right, can also be associated with like mentally, like, you know, it's winter and not feeling like as motivated or things like that. But if we can, if we are ready to do the things that we want to do, can we take like a moment to like remind ourselves the why? Why, why are we wanting to do the art? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is why I'm, you know, spending time on my art or why I would like to do, you know, some witchcraft related stuff. Right.
0: so so speaking of witchcraft yes um everybody I know the last two weeks have been pretty heavy with a bunch of information and research um, we do have one Wiccan holiday coming up on the second mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. of February it's in bulk. We are going to do a little bit of information on this. Heather's got some stuff that she'd like to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to spend the rest of the evening with you guys playing a game. And I am so excited. So Heather, I'm going to let you take it away. Have a nice little time. Oh, Mr. Mike. All right, everybody. So um,
1: yeah, thanks for joining us as we talk about another holiday on the Witch's Wheel or the Wheel of the Year um, so the one that we're talking about is in bulk or in bulk, uh, with a G it's either with a C or sometimes, uh, with a G at the end of that. Um, it literally means in the belly, It's the time when the earliest lambs may be born. It takes place primarily between the evening of February 1st through all of February 2nd. It's the time period between winter solstice or Yule and spring equinox or Ostara and is also known as midwinter. I also, I know that, you know, we're new and it it definitely takes a lot of effort to like contact someone and stuff like that. But again, we want to encourage our listeners to reach out to us, email us. Um, Our emails are attached, the, the email for us. Mm -hmm. which we look at directly we don't have anyone else it's just us yep um we're
0: we're a two we're a two person
1: team team. our email is linked on the podcast information Mm -hmm. um you know, on our link tree, I should say. In the link link tree. tree. Sorry, Sharon always does this part, but (laughs) in the link tree. And I really want to encourage people if they they are on this journey like we are, I want it to feel like a community and, you know, within the community of people who are interested in witchcraft, are on that journey, have already been on that journey, perhaps you're even more experienced than we are, but you enjoy still hearing other people talk about um, similar belief systems. Um, Either way, we would love to hear from you as to, you know, what you do during um, these sabbats and these holidays, and then when we come back around, we can actually take some of those experiences or crafts that you do, um, spells if you're willing to share those, any kind of special things that you like to do for those sabbats with others. Um, I'm very much anti gatekeeping mm-hmm. and like telling people they have to practice a certain way. So if anything like the more we learn, the better, because witchcraft is supposed to be about freedom rather than restriction to like a set of rules. Correct. That's the way that I believe, and that's the way that I like to practice. And right. I hope that our listeners also believe the same.
0: Yeah. So. Anyway, I mean, I mean, hell, even if you just want to send us an email and just let us know how we're doing, how what you. What you think of the show. Um, oh, yeah, of course, if, that if you, too. If you have any topic suggestions, I mean, we've got plenty of things that we would love to talk about, but if there's something that you specifically want us to talk about, we would I mean, please feel free to send it in. It may not get mm-hmm. put into the next week or two cycle, but it'll be, it'll get put on a list. Mm-hmm. We have a list of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we have all of these ideas of things that we would like to do. We want to encourage you guys to interact with us on those things because we want to feel like we're all in your car or yeah with you in guys. your bathroom or <laughs> at <your> work <laughs> if you're if you are listening to us while you're at the gym why <laughs> this is this is nothing to get you pumped
1: honestly I, I i'm i'm here for it i'm just like imagining all the sweat though
0: sweat baby like I'm, sweat I'm, baby <laughs> sex detects strap me and you do the it, kind of stuff that only prince would sing oh about goodness. so put your hands on discovery, discovery channel. channel do I'll it again do, now it, 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 it. <laughs> <laughs> i spent an entire oh day goodness. one year like i
1: was not allowed to listen to that so you best bet i listened to that all the time oh with fuck my friends.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. If you also did a bunch of shit that you were not supposed to do as a kid, let us know.
1: I would love to have a whole episode about that. What are all the things you did that your parents told you not to do?
0: I'm My brain's already clicking.
1: You guys better be setting in your stuff like right now as we're speaking, which is actually impossible right. to do. So, okay. ADHD moment. Over. ADHD. Yes. <laughs> in bulk. It's kind of that midwinter. We've gone past Yule, which represented sort of the end of things. Mm-hmm. And now we have this representation of rebirth and life. Okay. And like, because at the end of Yule, right, that was like the rebirth of the sun. And so now we're taking that and we're like moving beyond that and looking forward to the growth. Yeah there are some other names for the february 2nd time period um so there's Candlemas. it's christian that's a time at which mary went to the church after birthing jesus i guess it was supposed to be like 40-ish days or something like that um it's traced back to greece 4th century it's possible that it was adapted from the roman holiday february festival for purification and cleansing which the point is again with the other holidays There's so much in history and with a variety of different religions to show that they're all intertwined and related. Right, so It's always very interesting. We're more connected than we think. It, controversially, it can also perhaps be similar to Lupercalia, which happens around the time of Valentine's Day in Rome, uh, particularly because Lupercalia is related to creativity, love, fertility, and that is also related to this time period. The Feast of Oya, and I do not know if I pronounced that correctly, um, in some African traditional religions, particularly West Africa, Yoruba, uh religion there's also the festival of setsubon in japan and then of course on february 2nd there's groundhog day but it's actually interesting because as we get into this holiday so much of it is related to um like the coming spring and wanting to hope for good agricultural success and so like groundhog day in a way sort of related to that too right like we want there to be like we don't want more winter we don't want more the cold the darkness similar to yule we want it to move into spring yeah so it's like some it really is weirdly enough kind of similar the overall representation of this holiday is that it's the first signs of spring we have new growth cleansing celebration for return of the sun or the light um, inspiration and fertility okay mommy where are you mommy Mommy. i can't find you mommy (laughs) so in terms of history traditions symbols so um as i've mentioned with prior sabbats in this one if you follow more of the wiccan style of witchcraft or paganism um and believe in the um the goddess and the waxing and waning of her life and the cycle of her life related to the sabbats so there's like attachment to that to the different holidays it can either basically be that so in yule the mother crone has (laughs) died Okay. And so now in Imbolc the young goddess is born anew between this time and I believe the spring equinox she potentially like becomes pregnant with life like it's like mother earth like okay. ready for life. Okay. Um and so there's like power in that and femininity in the the aspect of, you know, becoming pregnant and all these other aspects. It can also be representative similar to the Virgin Mary with the candle moss and after like giving birth to the sun. It, it, the time period, there's like a couple different interpretations of it. Okay. The way that I read it the most, though, is that she's in her young state. She's reborn as as the young form of her of the triple goddess and is ready to start life anew, okay. The most popular, widely known um, aspect of Imbolc and where like the word Imbolc comes from is more from Celtic, um, particularly Irish, but Irish um, and like the UK area pre-actual Britain format like the pagan practices. Um, The Celtic celebration of Brigid, which literally means bright one. Different from the triple goddess that I just talked about, she is also a triple goddess, but she represents poetry, smithcraft, and healing. There were often um, special crosses made dedicated. Yes, that's right. Crosses in pagan traditions, pre-Christianity. Crosses were dedicated to Brigid. The cross from the prior year was kept up until that time and then they burn the one from the last year to purify it. Okay. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. If there's anyone from Ireland, please don't get mad at me. Um, in Kildare or Kildare, it's in a part of Ireland, they have a town square where there is a perpetual or immortal flame that's kept lit and housed in a statue that pays homage to Brigid. Starting this year in 2023, I think Ireland is actually making Imbolc an official national holiday. Oh. Which I thought was kind of interesting just because it has, it's so well rooted in Celtic tradition.
0: Good for you guys in Ireland.
1: Yeah, I thought that was cool. Some other more Celtic things just to get through. A lot of symbolism of sun wheels um, to, again, represent the return of the sun, welcoming warmth back into one's life. Um, And that could also be representative of the new start of the wheel of the year, because to a lot of people, Yule was the end of the year. And so, like, in bulk is, like, the first celebration of the new year. Fertility charms. um, So making poppets out of, uh, like, so the little dollies out of wheat or corn husks Mm -hmm. um, dressed as brides the action of sweeping the home or cleaning the home to sweep away literally old energy and purify the home.
0: Spring cleaning. Yes. Early spring cleaning.
1: Yay, everyone clean. (laughs)
0: Clean your motherfucking house.
1: Yes. Getting into some of the non-celtic and getting away from europe i mentioned earlier this is also a time for the feast of oya oya is the orisha of flux and change orisha is a divine spirit or deity Uh, she represents death and rebirth she lives at the cemetery gate and she is said to help dying children live because part of her story includes being the mother of nine stillborns so she is the also known as the mother of nine
0: That's so sad.
1: But from like a a positive standpoint, she's often a deity that's known to be almost like heartwarming or having a lot of empathy towards parents. And so when there are children that are very sick or newborns that are at risk of dying, she is said to help that baby to to get better and to continue living somewhat similar there's the feast of Maman Brigitte uh it's a powerful deity of the dead and the foremother dedicated to justice and wisdom uh, and again that is a Haitian deity okay and then we have the satsuban festival in Japan uh this is a Shinto tradition it's more so on February 3rd but it's it's somewhat similar timing uh it's known mm-hmm. as the bean throwing festival
0: sorry i was thinking of like flicking beans <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what, do you know, what do you know about that? Um, I don't know anything about flicking beans, but I have <laughs> this going to cut out. I did have a dream recently about a threesome that I had with a man and a woman.
1: Wow, interesting.
0: They didn't give me a bib or anything. Oh, my goodness. It didn't even give me a fork. Like, what you the fuck should, am I supposed to do with that? keep that up. No, because I haven't told Nicholas about it.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's really funny. That's pretty great. I know. <laughs> so the the Setsuban Festival is also known as the Bean Throwing Festival. Um and you basically will throw soybeans into the home um or partake in doing so in a temple to cleanse the home of evil spirits and it also represents similarly to these other uh festivals the transition out of winter and into spring. It's celebrated in different formats around the world beautiful, yeah. And then some things that we can do for all of this, basically just listing out some ideas. Again, usually these ideas are coming from whether a mixture of my own experience, my readings of what I've done in preparation for this. In terms of one's altar, if they partake in that, making puppets or the little corn husk dollies representing Brigitte or the young form of the triple goddess in the Wicca tradition, making a Brigitte cross, And then also, I mean, if you live in an area where you do have some of the first flowers popping up, something like that to represent the first forms of life coming back out of the earth, Um, perhaps if you don't, having some seeds of, you know, some flowers that you're going to want to plant, putting that in like a little bowl on your altar Mm -hmm. um, could kind of like give you hope and hope to manifest, you know, some pretty flowers in the spring, some other ideas. So start in general, reconnecting with nature. Maybe you have a garden. So planning for that garden during this time period or on this day, Um, maybe you want to go and buy your seeds depending on the timing of everything. I personally think after reading about this stuff, it's a time to really focus on your inner cozy and self care. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Cooking food that is representative of warmth and making you feel cozy. I mean, we're early February, still pretty cold here. So I think that's pretty fitting and something that makes you feel comfortable with self-care um, that's related more to witchcraft. You know, you can do moon or ritual baths, rituals dealing with self-care and inner peace and then just general cleansing type of things. So you can do things with your crystals related to that. There are certainly plenty of spells relating to cleansing and trying to work on... I know we talked about it a lot. You know, we definitely had two episodes on it, but manifestation. Like a lot of the stuff, especially with the Brigid part for like the Celtic traditions, has to do with creativity and inspiration and opening up one's mind to new things that are to come. Maybe you... Want to work on some of like manifesting towards some goals that you want to have. So doing some of that work and planning uh, rituals that may deal with starting afresh. I also think use of lemon would be very good in like any of these types of things. It's also cleansing. It can be something that you put into a, a simmer pot with some mm. cinnamon, giving a little bit of a more spring-type vibe and a cleansing vibe to, like, this holiday compared to the one of the other holidays that I talked about, a simmer pot. Maybe it was Yule? It was Yule. Okay. Oh, and then just basically honoring the divine feminine, the power of women, feminism, aspects of that, because there is a lot of talk about fertility during this time. And certainly if you're interested in fertility work or fertility spell work, that's wonderful. But that's very specific, and not everyone... Can or wants to, and in oops, and in the <laughs>
0: smack, just, that sm- smack
1: that mic that uh, I'm violent today. I'm smack that. I'm Smack more. that.
0: <laughs> Give me some more. Smack that until you get full. Smack that. Oh, yeah. oh my oh God! My. What the fuck is wrong with us? Choosing violence today I love we're that, having that a you musical. knew exactly where I was going with we're that. Having, we're
1: having a millennial music time. Um, yeah. So, anyways, but. I, I went back and forth on talking about this too much. I do just think it's interesting as I've been learning as a uh, a newer witch, right, that every single Sabbath so far has talked about sex, finding your, your partner and fertility and having babies. And in neopaganism and Wiccan beliefs that started to form in, I think, like this, I think neopaganism is 70s and later and then like Wiccan is – Wiccan stuff is like 80s and 90s. There's a lot more like empowerment and honoring like the divine feminine and like kind of that saying that god doesn't have to be male. God is also female or could be multiple, right? Different deities of all different genders and mm-hmm. it does, or or not a gender at all, right? And right. and but there's this focus on like mother earth yeah. and all that she gives and provides and the cycle of femininity with being able to provide life. At the same time, that has been used to oppress women throughout history. Talking about paganism a lot, there's also dark sides to paganism. And just like any other culture in history, it's not just Christianity, it's other religions too, including paganism, that these types of things were also used to tell women that this is the cycle in which you are to live your life. Yeah. So I guess where I wanted to go with that is just saying that I don't think that you have to attach it to um, to fertility particularly or mm-hmm. to like pregnancy. I don't think that it has to be about that. I think it can be about um, like just honoring the power that it is to be a woman or or for yourself. Like you don't you also don't have to be a woman, but just like having that being OK with who you are and like you can have masculine and feminine sides within a single person, right? Like I have masculine aspects to me and I have feminine aspects to me. So I I guess I'm just trying to say, I don't, I don't want to make it about a particular activity. um, But if that is something you're interested in, certainly it's a good time to do that kind of work. But I also think that if we want to make a new version of what was historic, sitting and meditating on the different aspects of like gender within yourself yeah, in itself can, it can just can be empowering.
0: Yeah. I think there's, there is a, er, there is masculinity and femininity that runs within all of us, Mm -hmm. no matter what you were assigned at birth as your gender and no matter how uh, you present yourself as a human being. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, I don't, I don't want to say any specific faith following, but I know that like, pure divinity is <clears throat> a balance of both your masculinity and your femininity yeah. within yourself.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And really for any modern religion, it shouldn't it shouldn't be about like forcing someone to be a certain way or to have a certain lifestyle, right? Honoring the power within you and like the the different combinations of the gender within is could be a part of celebrating in bulk
0: yeah thank you so much for sharing that with everybody Heather I really appreciate it <laughs> thank you when I come back we're gonna play a game
1: yeah I'm excited
0: all right everybody we are back we are back Yay. all right so I have been wanting to play this game with Heather for a while and <laughs> the reason why I didn't want to bring it up was because my favorite podcast if you if anybody listens to us and follows ladies and tangents they're my absolute favorite um they play this game every so often shout out to coleman for sending us an email and saying hey if you're interested in playing another game this is a really fun game that we have here at target and it's called Thank you for the
1: suggestion yes
0: thank you it is called uh we are not total strangers or we're not really strangers (laughs) so give me your candy kids
1: (laughs) what do my shoes tell you about me (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I think your shoes say that you have money. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I wear some Louis. Vuitton. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> there, there's there's. Hi, I get my shoes at Meyer, Jaren, and then there's Heather has cute shoes that I don't know anything about brands, but. You, your shoes oh. don't look like you just picked them up at like shoe carnival. I don't I don't I'll have non shoe carnival money.
1: I'll be real. T <laughs> J Maxx is my friend. Get <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> of this shit, <laughs> T J. Oh, we picked it. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> we we lost our shit over shoes. Shoes. Oh the my song. god, shoes. Nicholas shoes. and I are oh always god. talking shoes. about that song. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. I'm a smart shopper, apparently, when it comes to my shoes.
0: She's a Maxinista. I
1: am. See? I love TJ Maxx.
0: How many speedy tickets do you think I've gotten in my life?
1: <laughs> um, three.
0: I've had four. <laughs> <laughs> I've had four.
1: I just went with like, oh, it seems normal. Yeah. I feel like that's still being good. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's like, to me, that's just like. Yeah, I got caught unfortunately a couple of times. Because let's be real, who doesn't?
0: <laughs> right. Well, um, yeah. I, my dad is. My dad was a police officer, and I drive like a cop. Oh my god! I've had people be like, "I'm you really asshole. afraid." I'm just kidding. Well, no, truly. <laughs> I think people be like, "I'm afraid of being in the car with you because of the way that you drive." Babe, you're home. Okay, I'm gonna come down and give you a kiss. <laughs>
1: Pizza, pizza. Pizza. Do I seem like more of a creative or analytical type? Explain.
0: You're way more analytical. I've seen your research. (laughs) 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 I know that you have a creative side, but I think that how your brain works is analytical. And the times that you get creative are when you are feeling at your best or your worst
1: yeah oh man you hit that so good
0: (laughs) but it takes i think it takes (laughs) you depression painting i think it takes it takes you to have to get to your peaks or your valleys to get creative Mm -hmm. and even then you're still being analytical
1: i'm like rationalizing about it (laughs) and thinking about it on a higher level like Ah yes, like uh, like literally everything is like philosophizing about something. (laughs) Like I just yeah.
0: Did I get it on the dot? Yeah, you did. I I got it on the dot. And
1: it's like it's funny because the reason why I'm like oh why is because it's like I'm an analytical person who wishes they could be creative because the analytical aspects of me sometimes go like. They drive me nuts. Yeah. Like, and that that is truly the ADHD. So, like, as a disease state, that is definitely a part of it. But it's also the, um, look at me being analytical about this right now. <laughs> wow,
0: well, got that oh, yeah. one right on the pinhead.
1: <laughs> um, it's, I, I really relate it to, like, the Aquarius in me of just needing to, like, overthink and overanalyze every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. Sorry. and i wish being... and i wish that i didn't do that all the time and i wish that <clears throat> i could be in an even state and do the creative stuff like i i wish i could let that go because it like being analytical sometimes causes like problems anxieties etc so it's like mm-hmm. i wish i could just not think that way sometimes
0: mm-hmm. well you...
1: sometimes it's how we're wired mixed with how we do it right like it just takes more effort to be creative i guess right
0: what about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you?
1: That's a good no, it's a really good one. No, but I'm I, like
0: I was gonna I was gonna pull out the dig deeper card and be like while you're thinking about it, go further. <laughs> dig deeper.
1: <laughs> um I bond with you on our on our mutual weirdness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like nothing that like feels strange to me. The strange any if anything like any kind of strange just intrigues me, like what what like, if you're over here while it. Well, okay. Like, I guess what would be strange just because I don't experience it, but I still have an understanding of it would be your ability to see other timelines mm-hmm. and to transition into that kind of state of being. Because mm-hmm. I, I have not ever been able to achieve that. I don't know if I ever will be able to, mm-hmm. but I am highly interested in it. And I, I really enjoy when you talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I guess it's just strange because I, I can't see it for myself.
0: Yeah. Well, so... It's really hard for me to express those things to other people because I know that the world would see me as being strange
1: yeah yeah and yeah. it's
0: like how do like how do I how do I explain to somebody like this is what I saw how can I get other people to see it too- mm-hmm. you know I would like to one day hopefully be able to get other people to see the world through the similar experienced eyes that I do, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to get people to unlock that within themselves. Yeah. Also, folks, I apologize. I don't know if that sound is getting recorded on the podcast or not, but it's like I I, I'm, I spent all this money on this equipment and I think I'm going to have to take it to Sweetwater.
1: Do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for evidence?
0: Yes. <laughs> We're millennials. We've all done it.
1: When I was in the my first marriage i um i like prided myself on not being that type of person and not Mm -hmm. being like invasive and when i was told by everyone to try to find a way Mm -hmm. to catch him Mm -hmm. and to like look through his phone i'm like no i can't do that but like i was so suspicious like it was all the red flags on top of already the the mental abuse that was active throughout the eight years of the relationship and on and off right and then it becoming super acute and then me being hyper aware of like obviously this person wasn't even coming home like My husband at the time wasn't coming home until like three AM. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's something going on. And then all of a sudden where he never we never used to have passwords on our phones, suddenly there was a password on the phone Mm -hmm. and like there were all these things. And I was able to find some stuff while he had accidentally left it unlocked. Uh Like and it was still active when he had like gone into the bathroom or something like that and didn't take it with him. Mm -hmm. And then I caught things in other ways and on the credit card too. So yeah, Yeah, I got savvy eventually, but I didn't obviously want to see it at first because I mean, I was in denial of all the abuse, everything that had happened to me over years. Cause it was such a, it was definitely a traumatic experience, yeah. but I remember the yes. first time I went
0: through somebody's phone and I didn't find anything. And then I became addicted to wanting to go through their phone because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I didn't find anything now. I'll probably find something next time. Yeah, and then it became it becomes a, a trust uh-huh. issue. Yep, mm-hmm. and at that point, it's like you don't trust your partner.
1: One thing that I actually really appreciate, so like, it, my Spencer and I, um, you know, we've both been through some prior stuff, mm-hmm. and like, we're both very open with each other, and I think because of our own anxieties we're willing to be like open with each other like oh hey who are you talking to or something like Mm -hmm. just in more of the sense of you don't have anything to hide but I totally understand wanting that privacy too um I I can see both sides of it it is just really hard um but that's our private relationship that's something that we we have consent right we have consent involved in how we communicate and with those types of things right and um I, those are things that you know. Of course, I'm still working on in therapy, and you know, suddenly you have that triggering event that you don't realize related to something like that. And mm-hmm.
0: the second that a partner is like, "Hey, this is the password to my phone. If you ever need to get into it," like at that point, that I, feels so nice. Right? I don't want to go through your phone.
1: It that's that to me is where the trust is, and that that's sort of what I'm saying that that we have as well, and it. It's very relieving for the types of people who have been through things where people weren't honest in relationships or were manipulative or gas mm-hmm. gaslit. I mean, I was gaslit to all hell, even when I caught him red-handed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, experiencing those types of things and then being with someone on a healthier level that's also willing to go above and beyond mm-hmm. to just be like, here it is. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't have any. It's very, very nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I am very grateful to be in a healthy relationship now.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Gross. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now?
1: Honestly, I I mean, I'll be transparent. I'll be I'll go deep on this one. Two major things. Am I happy where I'm at with my job and the career stuff? Willing enough to be like, I can finally say that I feel safe enough to truly settle here and say, okay, let me start working on the house. Like, I feel like this is going to be permanent. Or am I Mm going to like, Within another year or so, look for another job because things are still so chaotic and I can't get to where I want to be. I'm leaning towards I think this could be the place. Secondarily, partially related to that, partially related to where I'm at in my age as a woman, as much as that sucky to have to think about. um, And, you know, just discussions with my husband and everything else is like, just the whole kid talk and it's become more of a bigger ethical discussion about mm-hmm. having kids nowadays and uh, it's definitely a thing with millennials and gen z that i keep seeing come around like it's not just me like us as a generation us as like in and the gen zers are really having to think about additional factors when it comes to having kids like yeah. financially environmentally all that other stuff that i don't want to get into to get like super deep on it but just Thinking about those things and trying to figure out what what we want. Mm -hmm. What is a dream you've let go of?
0: Uh, Having kids. I would tell people I want to have at least one kid by the time I'm 30. And when I am at my birthday dinner table for my 30th birthday, and if I don't have a child at the table, then I don't want any. And I have hit that point where I'm past 30. Mm -hmm. And also... (laughs) realized that I just I don't want kids I don't want kids of my own mm-hmm. and I I was once called selfish by an older woman because I did, I told her that I was I was too selfish to have kids because I was like I'm more concerned about myself than trying to uh, raise somebody into this world and she's like that's that's being selfish and I was like eh, actually I think it's a little selfless because I'm not bringing a kid into this world knowing that I'm not ready to have it I would be more suited for like a nonprofit organization here in Fort Wayne reaches out and says we have a teenager who is just kicked out of their home because they're trans or they're queer. Mm-hmm. They need a safe place to live until they can get things situated. Mm-hmm. I would like to be at that halfway house
1: for, that really cool. for queer kids. That would be really cool. Yeah. You know, you saying that kind of thing and then like me talking about it, we could totally have like, I don't know if people want to hear it or not. Maybe we should get some feedback on that first. But like, would think it would be interesting to have an episode talking about like the aspects of like having kids because like I've been bringing that up a bit. I didn't realize that you had some of those like similar like thoughts. It, the thought process that you had mm-hmm. is the exact thing that I'm talking about and we're not alone in that. Like I have seen that in a lot of social media, different things, and people bringing up that conversation a lot. Um, I don't know. Let us people let us know if that's something that interests you having that conversation. Um, yeah, it's very it's very interesting. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Um, do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as?
1: No because I know that I so one I am still heavily struggling with my eating disorder although I'm like I'm not I'm not struggling by a surface level it's just it's um it's very fragile right now because I've been good with it but more so because I'm not addressing it but I'm starting to with, therapy like that's the Mm -hmm. new thing this year with with my therapist like we're starting the stuff the work on that like I literally look in the mirror and like I know that if it hits this is the weirdest thing because I actually do cycle in and out of it is that I could go one day and look in the mirror and be like why do I look so different Mm -hmm. it's like like I've noticed the body dysmorphia than what I thought I looked like you know two months ago then I know that I am very hard on myself, i it's something that I continue to work on that I struggle with off and on. I'm better than I used to be, mm-hmm. um, but it is something that is just has been a part of my mental health journey. Mm-hmm. and I sometimes still need a reminder of those types of things. um, and I don't always see good in me when others see it kind of thing mm-hmm. or like, i have a really hard time with imposter syndrome like it that's all related right like with work stuff especially and yeah
0: there's one mirror in this house that makes me look better than all of the other mirrors mm-hmm. and i told nicholas that we can't get rid of that mirror <laughs> because it's the only mirror that Dude, does mirrors at a certain with...
1: angle are it does make a difference yeah absolutely
0: it's the only one that does not fuck with my body dysmorphia yeah and i check myself out every night when i take my clothes off before we get into bed. And Nicholas always reminds me, babe, you're a snack. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's but why am I your kind of snack? You know what I mean?
1: That's why I actually don't look like that. And that's what I'm saying. Like COVID has gotten convenient for me in terms of not doing those things. So it's like helped me, not have as much of the problem, mm-hmm. but it's through avoidance, which isn't healthy either. And it, I still, as soon as I do those things, the problem happens. And I don't want to live my life that way either. Mm-hmm. So it's just more of what I've done to be able to work on other aspects of me and right. like Cope with it until then, which right. is like healthy in the moment, but not in the long term. Yeah,
0: I once had a client that we were talking about that, and I said, "Well, I just don't look at myself in the mirror." And he was like, "Well, instead of avoiding my problems, I tend to just face them head on." And I was like, "I didn't say yeah. this to him, but I was like, I had to, to call myself down because I was like, Jaron, you're not avoiding these things. You know yourself better than anybody else. And if you know that you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and beat yourself up, and if you don't want to beat yourself up, then you just don't look at yourself." To me, that wasn't avoiding. That was just simply being kind to myself by saying, don't do this to yourself because you're going to fucking do it.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, That made me angry just hearing that. Two very different things. So you can only fight so many fires at once. Yeah. There's a right time and everyone's right time is different from the other person's. Um, Just because you're on a certain path in your journey doesn't mean another person has to be on that same path or at the same point in time. I think of it in the sense of like when you have to put something aside so that you can work on other things, like, right, it's like a prioritization, like, especially with mental health, it's like, oh, I have all of these things. Okay, well, in order to address them, it's like you have to focus on only a couple or one even at a time based off of like what is currently going on in your life and how bad is is it affecting you in your day to day. and sometimes you have to put those things aside now not facing your problems to the point where you become an asshole to other people or you like i will never ever it is like my goal in life that i will never pass my body dysmorphia or my eating disorder issues onto my kids Mm -hmm. because that is that cycle is breaking with me Mm It will never go beyond me and it is like that is set in stone for me in my head but in order to do that i have to do that work Mm -hmm. and i think it's important to make sure that like we're not passing on our problems to other people we're not like negatively affecting others that we eventually address it but like if you're not going to do that to others it's okay to also like compartmentalize it for a time period
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: man these questions are getting deep
0: well we're only on level two this is the connection level
1: damn this wild card says admit something
0: I've farted a couple times since we've been sitting here and I've been trying to make sure that I smelled all of it before you got to it. I haven't even noticed. Oh, my God. Good. I've been sniffing them up then because the first one hit and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to tell her I've been gassy lately. I probably should have warned her. And then I took care of it. Okay,
1: wait, go deeper on that. Is it in your belief system that if you sniff up all your...
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that it won't go to the other person
0: yes yeah. sometimes oh sometimes it'll get so bad i can't suck it all up so i gotta <laughs> blow it away <laughs> there's a family guy episode where we go analytical
1: in... for a moment you realize that that's not necessarily how that works right <laughs> from a scientific standpoint
0: <laughs> it works in my creative mind <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too.
1: I'm like that episode I used to of Go Deeper Card. You guys on his on his admission of farts.
0: I'm like I'm like the episode of Family Guy when Peter Griffin is in the office and then he like lets out a fart and then he like sniffs it all up and then everyone at first everybody's like what is that and then he's he inhales all of it and then they go hmm, whatever that was anyway what are we doing now Peter
1: oh my so whatever it happens like that I'm like oh my goodness. yeah you must have you must have manifested it to go
0: (laughs) what was the when was the last time you surprised yourself
1: i would say with my art stuff that i've been doing Mm -hmm. like i surprised myself by like finally doing it like i mean it's been years that i've been wanting to get back into it now i am and it's been a habit like i've been doing multiple watercolor projects um and i've surprised myself in seeing a product that i actually like in the end too not that i'm like i don't feel hard on myself i genuinely actually like it i'm proud of it even if it's not perfect and like i actually want to share it with people and be like look what i did
0: your most recent one with you and spencer not that i know whose art style is whose but Mm -hmm. i couldn't tell like who did which one you know, I was like, "All right, like, which one looks like Heather did it? Which one looked like Spencer did it?" And I couldn't tell because they were both similar and different in their own ways. That it was like equally both very beautiful pieces. Thank you. You're welcome. You.
1: And like, even though, so you know, Spencer's an artist, but he's uh, he does digital artwork and more. Um, he does sketches and line work, and and also on paper sketches and line work. Watercolor is not one of his mediums that he's used to either. So he's actually working outside of his creative box that he's used to too um so like we're both learning different techniques and having a fun time with like even just like mixing paint to get different colors is like part of the art form and it's it's been really fun what is a compliment you wish you received more frequently
0: that my dick was big
1: N- nicholas hearing this at some point and then like literally like three days later you're gonna hear in the yeah. middle of the night hey baby so sorry you're, Dan. You're, 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 your dick's so big and then you gonna be like really really just because i said that on the podcast
0: <laughs> oh i feel like i'm telling the world i have a small dick <laughs> i i am i mean I-
1: you had the prior card about admitting something
0: <laughs> yeah i i haven't i have a, i have a slightly above average size penis and it i would just love it if it was like nine inches big oh i don't know God. i want it to be so big that it scares people away <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is how this is how we feel about society <laughs> 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 stay away from <laughs> I mean, you could just, like, do that with your energy, like, big dick energy.
0: Um. So at the end of the game, we're supposed to, like, write each other a cute little, like, note or something. But, like, <laughs> we're not going to fucking do that.
1: Yeah, I love you. We did our toe taps.
0: I love you. We did toe <laughs> taps. Typical toes. <laughs> typical toe.
1: <laughs> Is that going to be the name of our OnlyFans?
0: Well, I didn't. Feet pics? It didn't make it into the episode. Uh, a week or two ago, Heather and I were talking about having a, an OnlyFans of are just our feet and we called it typical toes.
1: Yes, typically toes.
0: Um I, it did not make it into the final cut of the episode because of something that was going on either before or after, but there there was potential there. It didn't make it, but we're bringing it up again. So if you're wondering where this typical toes thing is coming from, that's from that. So
1: I just thought of be like TT for short. Titties. <laughs>
0: but it's typical okay <laughs> well you said tt and i immediately went tiktok and then so was, oh. <laughs> See, do you remember the i'm on a boat T-t's. i'm on a boat motherfucker <laughs> and then he's like i got my, my flip, flip, flops flip and, and my, my flippy floppies yeah my
1: swim trunks and, and my, my flippy, flippy floppies so, so something uh, new me kinko's making copies oh
0: wow <laughs> something, okay something, something. <laughs> she really knows her song i was andy
1: sandberg man he's dope
0: i was thinking of like and you got your Facebook and your takey talkies. <laughs> so typical toes. Typical toes. TT. Well, everybody, oh. I we hope that this was a nice little break. Uh, sorry, it wasn't like. <clears throat> well, everybody. <coughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're looking at me like, bitch. Are we done yet? Are we it was, done? It was your it face was like, <laughs> that was giving me that energy <laughs> like, too, with like eyes. Like, yeah, we <laughs> done. We love y'all. We've been here for a while, just chilling and hanging. Yes. And I think it's about time that we depart. Oh
0: yes, it is time. So thank you so very much for joining us this week, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you liked what we did on today's show, please visit our link tree in the episode's description. That will take you to all of the places that you can reach out to us, hang with us, uh, watch us on TikTok now, see our Instagram. We've got a Facebook page. Um, are we missing anything else?
1: Uh, I don't think so, but uh, happy in bulk. And yes. again, that's February 2nd
0: um there's that damn sound again all right well hopefully that that didn't get put into the episode um we love you guys thank you so much for joining um next week we've got another little something coming up and then the week after that we've got a little special something as well so be on the lookout for those and uh please tell your friends and download our episodes and uh yeah okay we we're gonna go (laughs) love you guys love you guys and this is us uh signing out bye bye